episode seven of Slab City guys here in season two is Ray Moore, Mr. Mac on a uh how's it? A cold dope day. Dope day? Really dope weather. Fifty degrees. Is it fifty? Yes. Everything is sexy. Okay. Sun is out. It's really nice. Yeah, you're right. It is fifty. You're loving life right now. Fifty one right now. It's supposed to go down to like twenty something though at night. But that's at night, so focus, bro. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying. Focus is that on the good stuff? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's good stuff. Um, like the fact that the Lakers didn't get Anthony Davis, couldn't pull a trade off. Looked like New Orleans was asking for way too much. <laughs> you know, honestly, if I were the Pelicans, I would have taken it. Though. That's just me. That's just me. But before we get into all the NBA trades, cause there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about these trades and everything. So, you know, the Super Bowl was last Sunday, and it was one of the lowest-rating Super Bowls in, like, 10 years because the Super Bowl sucked you're, so badly that the halftime show sucked so badly, too, you're kind of. Welcome. And, uh, yeah, I mean, low-scoring game, 13-3, Patriots won, blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, that's what they, the, the winners knew that they, the, both teams knew that whoever won, they had to go to the Mick White House afterwards. Yeah, but no one's going to go there. Nobody I, wants to go some, to the Mick White House. Nobody wants cold burgers served on platters. That's some some Patriot players are not going actually to the White House. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised about that. So I knew that was gonna happen anyway. I know Tom Brady's gonna go. He probably will go. Probably or maybe he won't go. Maybe a hat in his locker. I can't be that guy. Just won six titles though. All these years in the era in a deck in a sport where it's hard to repeat like that, like mm-hmm. the Patriots do, and they won six now. And Belichick is the greatest coach of all time in NFL history, maybe in sports history and all that stuff, with the greatest quarterback of all time and the greatest winner probably of all time. That's just what Brady is. But, yeah, that, I mean, the Rams just suck, man. And, you know, somebody betted on the Rams, um, these prop bets that they did, um, if they only scored three points the whole game, that they would get $250,000. And they won? And they won it. <laughs> 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 to, to, you know, he was praying that last couple seconds of the game when they when they might get field goals, make it 13-6 and try to make a comeback. He was praying that it missed and it did. So he was like, oh, God, won the money. A quarter of a million dollars. Yeah, and he bet on someone's incompetence. It's like a 60-1 to 1 odds that, uh, you know, they were going to score only three points the whole game, and he won, won $250,000. Good for him, even yeah. though taxes are going to kill him. Yeah, I mean, but he still has a lot of money, but still. But that's a lot of money for just making it simple. Listen, man, you don't have to work for like a whole year or two with that money. If you do it smart, you don't have to work. Work out all, two yeah, years at least. Depending on where you are, depending yeah. on where you live. So he's pretty much good for like whatever. So if you invest it. Yeah. It's even better. Or if it was like one of those prop bets for if like if you win and then you get like a two thousand something a week for life or two thousand five hundred mm-hmm. a day for life. Yeah, I mean, like that. would you even work for the rest of your life? Probably not. Me? Yeah. What do you do? You still work? What? Yeah. I was but, thinking about that too. I was like, you know, maybe I should still work in because it's just like, extra money for me. My job is different. Like my job is different. I'm a consultant. I'm a publicist. I'm a. I do marketing and branding. It's different for me, work-wise. Like <clears throat> my work is very different. Even even the job, even the couple jobs that I, the one job that I have my eye on getting right now is just a different kind of job. If I won any huge amount of money, I'd probably still work that job. You know, it's a week for life. What day for life? I, I'd have other things that I do. I think I would just start a business with that money. Oh well, yeah, of course. Because if you get a day, what is it like thirty? If it's thirty days a month, most of the time, most most like thirty or twenty or whatever, mm-hmm. you make like thirty k. You obviously have tax or whatever, but you still have a lot of money per month. Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking I could use probably part of that to start a business, a little startup business, whatever it is. I could do a podcast network and make this part of a podcast network or whatever. And yeah, I can make a big business because I'm gonna get money every day anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, it's gonna keep growing to the point where somebody else will want to buy it. But I'm like, oh, I'm still getting money, so I don't need anything. I'm fine. Right. But 
I, I mean, I definitely would do that or just buy a gym as a franchise and start franchising gyms and make money off of that too like it's so many opportunities you can do if you make you don't have to work necessarily you could just do whatever you want with that money because you, you make your money for life like i don't know what we do with all that money just save it up i guess but I, it's, I have an idea for like a few things that i would start up with that money but that it literally speaking you're still working that's true. You know what I mean? Like, it's still work. It's just, would you still work your job or would you start your career? Or I think that's the difference. just work part-time because you're making money anyway right. every day. You want to just get a part-time job? I mean, if you, if, you, if you need it for part-time, then you probably shouldn't do it, in my opinion. Like, if you have enough money to sustain yourself and you just go get a part-time job just to fill time, you should probably find some other way to fill that time. Just watch Netflix all day. <laughs> I was thinking something more productive. I mean, yeah, but if you're making a thousand dollars a day for life, do you really want to just go outside? You know, you know. Somebody yes, said something I like, "Actually, do." Somebody said like, "If you had that money, or even if you had like a million or ten million, I would never leave the house because because I'm like, what if something bad happens? Then you're screwed, and then it's over. Like that's it. You just leave the house, and I don't know if something bad happens. No, that that's 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 for <laughs> suckers. Because in my opinion, that's not really living. It isn't. That's true. But I, I, if I got that kind of money, I'm going to use it to live. I'm going to live. If I got a lot of money, I'll go to, like, the most expensive gyms and try to work out really hard now because I have all those tools, though, the saunas, the steams, the see, crowd therapy, kind of money, everything. I'm, I'm, I'm probably getting a trainer. That, and too. And I may open up something in my house Oh yeah, to where I could just have the trainer come in for the same amount of money that I would pay with the gym membership. I could get my own gym, and yeah. I could get a sauna within the gym or a cloud therapy session, and I could get everything in there. I don't you have can to buy go all those it. machines. Yeah, you could buy. I could buy all that, and I could just have my own gym, and then train a trainer, a nutritionist, or whatever, and I'll be dedicated because I have yeah. all that money anyway. You have a trainer that comes to your house that way you can't get out of it. You can't talk yourself out of oh well, I gotta travel because that that's what kills most people I think from getting to the gym is the fact that they gotta go get it. Yeah, that's they have true. To go to the gym. You have to pack your stuff up. You gotta get on the train or the bus or in the car. When the gym has to literally be, if it was in your house, it's much better because you don't have to go anywhere. It's in your right. house. And I was also thinking if you had that money, down all the day for life for a week, that you could just travel around the world for like a year, if you do it smart with the money, because you're getting that's money true. any day. So you might as well just travel around the world. I know Sylvester Stallone has a gym in his house. All right. I think most celebrities we know have a gym in their house. Right. Which And if, if it's good enough for them, if they're doing it, then, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. It's worth it. I mean, yeah. if you have everything, you have a sauna, too, and everything, it's worth it. You can work out hard, go in there, recover quickly, and do whatever, eat better. Mm-hmm. It's all good. So the odds for the Super Bowl 54 is actually 8-1 to one for the Kansas City Chiefs and also the Patriots, which I'm not surprised. I'm just thinking, you know what? I think every year it should be the Patriots until they somehow just retire everybody because mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. They have the most weakest team ever, and they still figure it out. It's because that's how the Patriots are. Like, you could face the most talented team ever, and the Patriots still figure you out. Mm-hmm. That's what happened, basically. Shout out to Belichick. So it's like, what's the point of even trying to play? I was just saying this, too. What's the point of watching football next season? I mean, who's going to win? I mean, it's obviously who's going to win next season. We just didn't deny because we think all these teams are going to be great. But at the end of the day, the Patriots are still there. They're going to be figure it out, and they're going to win it again. That's how it happens. Well, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Bro. I mean, it's like, what's the point of watching football now? That's what I was thinking about. I haven't watched football in, like, over a year now. You know what would be interesting, though? Because the Patriots' success has happened since Kaepernick left, right? Mm-hmm. That's when they started to become successful. Even though they've been successful before, but they've been starting winning a lot since he left. It would be kind of funny if he just came back and they started losing. <laughs> like, he was, like, the curse to them or something. 
And uh, now I was like, oh, I'm losing because he's back in the league now, and this is what happens now. When he was not in the league, they're winning like crazy. Now he's in the league. It's like, oh, God, they're losing. Because when he was in the league, they weren't winning like like this either. So mm-hmm. that's such a surprise, too, about anybody else. But, yeah, that's a lot of football stuff. The season's over, so now it's just basketball. And a little bit of baseball later on, too. But basketball, we got to talk about these trades that happen. So, you know, obviously the biggest trade was last week with the Porzingis thing and stuff like that. Now this week has been about basically some stuff for contenders like the 76ers, the Raptors, the um, by the 76ers. Yeah, trading to buy for Tobias Harris. Yeah, now they have the best starting lineup in the in the East probably with that with that lineup. It's just as long as Jimmy Butler can fit in, start not trying to be a hero and be like, oh, I want to do as many shots or whatever, they'll be fine. Because obviously Joel Embiid's probably their best player on the team. They should play through him because you know he's the best player in the league probably. You could make a case he's one of the best players in the league. He might be the best player in the league in like two or three years. Mm-hmm. But either way, since you just have a much deeper team now and they're much more versatile so i wouldn't be surprised if they make it to the eastern conference finals it just depends on what jimmy butler does with that team because they're all buying in it's up to him though he has to buy in it's that simple so hopefully they figure it out and then the bucks they traded too and um they got more shooting now more spacing for Giannis because mm-hmm. Giannis like obviously gonna be the mvp candidate this year and he's probably gonna win it, in my opinion because they have the best rec- one of the best records in the league I think they have the best record in the league, actually, in the East and in the NBA overall, the Bucks. So if they keep winning and he keeps doing what he's doing, averaging 26 and 12 and whatever, shooting like 54% from the field, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't shoot threes like that, but he will eventually, he won MVP. That's just me. I think so. Because Giannis is on another roll and everything. So I, I just looked up one day and all of a sudden, Kablooey, the, the Bucks had the best record. Yeah. It was crazy to me. Like, I didn't know how that happened. They have the best record in the league. I even said it before the season. I think we said it, I said it before. I said they were going to be my dark horse. Watch out for the Bucks. I keep telling you, everybody, watch out for the Bucks because they have a better coach right now. They have a much deeper roster. Um, they're more versatile now. They can pay five out easily with Giannis because everybody can shoot other than Giannis. That team is going to be deep. And now they're mm-hmm. the first, t- first seed. And now they're the best team in the league right now. And Giannis is, what, like 22, 23, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's only going to get better. If he wins MVP this year, this might be the start of something special for this kid because this kid is on a, a roll. Well, what are the chances he gets it uh, over James Harden? I say he has like a – honestly, I think he has like a 70 80% because of, his rec- because of the record that they have right now. Like the Rockets are good, but the record's not – they're not the number one seed. Last year they wanted he wanted because he was number one seed and they were 65, what, 65 and 17 last year, the Rockets, and mm-hmm. he was having a great year. So obviously you would give it to him. I think, to me, because a lot of people think that records are part of the MVP. I truly believe that. The reason why, But the reason why Westbrook won it that year is because he had a triple-double. No one ever seen that, like, in yeah, God yeah, knows how long. Double. So that, that that was the exception. Like, you know, they were, like, the sixth seed, the, the Thunder. But that was the exception because he, he had never, no one's ever seen triple-doubles since, like, Oscar Robertson's years or whatever. So, mm-hmm. But he's been averaging triple-double almost every year. He's never in MVP conversation anymore because he's just doing it now cause like, three consecutive years averaging triple-double, which is incredible. No one's ever done that before in NBA history. I'm surprised he's not in a conversation with Paul George because he's having a phenomenal year. Because he's carrying that team. Now. And also he's carrying, yeah, because Westbrook's taking a step back. Now he's becoming more of a leader, trying to be more of a facilitator. And he's and still do averaging a triple-double. Which is crazy. And, then, and, and they're, like, one of the best defensive teams in the league, too. And mm-hmm. um, they're going to get better throughout, you know, after the All-Star break, obviously, but... To me, an MVP candidate, you gotta factor in three things. You gotta factor in record, you gotta factor in stats, and you gotta factor in uh, presence, basically. You know, mm-hmm. like the year Stephen Curry won, 
because his presence was just unbelievable. Like, he just makes everybody around him better. He had great stats. He, one year he had 24 when he had that 67 and, oh, no, 68 and 14 season, something like that. Or I think it was 67 and 15. 67 and 15, the first year when they won the title without Durant, and then the next year when they lost, even though they had 73 and 9 record, Curry was averaging, like, 30 points, and he was breaking the three-point record and all that stuff. So, obviously, he would give it to him. He had the best, I think, the best PER stat as MVP ever in NBA history. Mm-hmm. Best offensive year ever or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, you know, he was the most viable player. Just, they had the best record. When Harden won it, they had the best record. The stats was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. When Durant won the MVP, they were the second seed, I believe. Yeah, they might have been the second seed. But he also had a great year, too. To Golden State. Yeah, because the Spurs were, like, number one, but they were really more of, like, an all-around team. But at that time, Durant won it with 2014 for the Thunder. It was, it was a great year. Like, he was, he was the best that year. And then LeBron won it. Even though I didn't feel like LeBron got – I think LeBron got lucky in some ways because I felt like Carmelo should have had more votes that year when they won the 54-year-old season. Because, obviously, if you take out Carmelo off that Knicks team, they're nothing. They were, like, they were really a lottery team. But if you take out LeBron, that Heat team that still had Dwayne Wayne and Bosch, and they were still deep. So I'm surprised Bell didn't get any more votes than he should. He only got, he got like two votes, and one, some of them were from Boston, which is surprising. <laughs> but still, like I'm surprised he didn't get any more votes than that. I thought Melo would actually even be in the conversation to win MVP when they were 54 and 28 that that season. They were second seed. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't win it. If he won it, though, it would have changed everything. It's a New York thing, man. Like I'm, I, I just think there's a bias. Who was the last MVP for New York in the Knicks? Great Willis question. Reed? Agree. It wasn't Patrick Ewing. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't our Patrick Ewing. People brag about, oh, Patrick Ewing's a superstar, this and that. But I never seen him win MVP one year. I never saw him win an MVP any of the years that he was with the Knicks. I mean, he was definitely a superstar, but was he really a superstar? Yes, yes he was the first. Or did we just characterize him as a superstar because he was averaging twenty-one and eleven? No, he was also one of the first shooting big men in the league. Patrick actually had a jump shot. He not, a, not a hook shot. Not a roll to the basket. He had all that, and he had a jump shot. That is true. Patrick could actually shoot. He could actually hit threes if he got his mind together. I mean, career-wise, he averaged 24 and 11, right? That's great for a superstar, right? But we killed, when Porzingis was here, we killed them because he averaged 23 and 7, and he was, like, leading the league in shot blocks, but he's he not never, a superstar. Because he never finished 54 games. That's true. But he still almost had the same stats as Patrick he Ewing never, he in some finished, ways. He never finished the year. I said 54 games as if the, as if the, the season <laughs> is 54 games. That was ridiculous. But he never he never really had – but he also had similar stats as Patrick Ewing in some well, ways. See, and here, we kind of got a here's, superstar. Here's what you're doing wrong. Nobody, nobody is saying Porzingis isn't a superstar. They're saying he's a low-tier superstar based on the other stars around him. Patrick was a high-tier superstar based on the other stars around him at the time, too. There was Jordan, and then there was everybody else. And Patrick fit in with everybody else. Your man KP fits in with everybody else. But if you have a choice of a who to pick, this guy or that guy, this guy or that guy, most guys are going to get picked over KP. You say Giannis or KP, you're going to pick Giannis. You say you know AD or KP, you're going to pick AD. You know what I mean? A yeah. lot of dudes... Only dudes you probably wouldn't pick over him is like Boogie Cousins, and that's because of the attitude <laughs> and the fact that he might disrupt your whole joint. So, yeah, I guess so. That's true. Anyway, uh, the last person who won MVP for the Knicks was Willow Three in nineteen seventy. That's when they won also the championship that year, and and he won Finals MVP that year as well. So that's the only time. So basically, 
since the since 1970, they have an MVP on the Knicks in over 50 years almost, which is crazy. Mm. That's, that tells you how much the franchise needs an MVP candidate. And that could be Durant if he comes next this season. We don't know that. It could be Kyrie. Or it could be Zion. If they get Zion. I wouldn't. I, let's talk about the Anthony Davis thing for a second. Would you? How much would you give for him? I, I would see if I were the Well, you can't trade for him now. It's too late. Yeah, it's too late. But I would see if I were the Pelicans, I would have done the deal. Yeah. So I could just sabotage the Lakers. <laughs> Which is what you would have done. I don't know why they didn't take the deal. I mean, literally just giving you, they give you the whole team, basically. A bunch of young cor- young players that could be potentially great or good or, you know, whatever. And they didn't even take the deal. I'm like, I would have just taken it. Screw LeBron over. That's what LeBron does anyway. He just screws franchises over because of his ego. Wanting to have superstars after superstars or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think the Knicks, I feel like it's still in the conversation, though, even in the summer. You know, because now, because now that he's on the Pelicans, now it's like, oh, he can trade to the Knicks, he can get traded to Boston. Although his dad doesn't want him to go to Boston because of what they did to Isaiah Thomas, they don't want to do the same thing they're gonna do with Davis. Then, but this also puts pressure on the Lakers because right now, if you don't get Anthony Davis, and you don't get Kawhi Leonard, if you don't get Durant, if you don't get Clay, if you don't get uh, any of the other stars, um, you're screwed. You screw LeBron over. You screw the whole franchise over the next decade, if anything, if you don't get any of these stars. Because you promised LeBron, probably, in that little meeting you had, Magic Johnson had with LeBron, they all were going to get you another star if you're here or whatever. And LeBron's not being patient with that. And, he, and of course, he's going to say, oh, you know, I have everything already, so I don't have to worry about anything, you know, at this point. But, he, you know, he's just bull. You know, he's being bull about that. Mm-hmm. He's bullshitting everybody right now. That's just facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all know he just wants to get another star because apparently this man needs the, the greatest all-star team ever assembled to win a championship. I think we all apparently. seen this already. Like, he's the only one who needs help. He always only complains. He's always complaining, oh, I need help, I need help, I need stars, please, I need a superstar, I need a top five shooter, I need... I need the greatest shooter of all time. I need I need the greatest slasher. I need a power forward that's all-star. Please, please, help me. That's how LeBron is now. The same thing with Miami. It was the same thing. Oh, I need Dwayne Wade. I need Chris Bosh. I need Ray Allen. I need the greatest shooter. One of the greatest shooters ever. See, you know, where, where I give it to Golden State is that's not how they got started. No, but, but the people are jealous because of that now. They're like, oh, because they got Durant. Oh, everybody's like, oh, they hate him. But the thing is, is that he did it the right way, if anything. Yeah, no, Durant came and joined a team that was already assembled. Had, yeah, yeah, they didn't they didn't go out and buy a bunch of dudes. Clay Thompson was already on the team. Steph was already on the team. Steph and Clay just started hitting their prime, and their prime just happens to be crazy. And then Draymond Green found his way, and then he started getting crazy. Nico Dollar, Nico was already like, yeah, he might be the only dude who I can say they like went and got somebody else. Like they Iguodala, him, yeah. Iguodala and Livingston, because Livingston was a starter on the Nets. Yeah, he was a starting point guard on the Nets. So getting him, AI was a starting point guard on, on on in Philly. Yeah. So that makes sense. I can understand people saying that, but if you take those two dudes off the team, that team is still crazy. Mm-hmm. And then everything else that came with it, that team is still nuts. So adding KD, you just added KD. Like every Javale McGee was like a joke. Mm-hmm. He was like a joke in the league. But now he's good. <laughs> I mean, he was good then, but he was just known for doing a lot of dumb stuff. There was, a, there was a scout. I remember, I think I heard of this conversation. I wish I talked to the scout. But he said something like if McGee was actually serious about his post work and everything, he could be like the greatest center ever. But he's <laughs> such an idiot that he, he, not an idiot, but he just can't. For some reason, he doesn't mount to his potential. Mm-hmm. And if he did, he could have been the greatest center ever. 
But he won two times with the Warriors, so he hasn't complained about that. He's fine with what he is. He was at Lakers now, I'm right? He's fine. Nick Young isn't in the league right now. Yeah, I'm surprised Nick Young isn't in the league over um, other players that suck. Like, I'm trying to think of a player who's bad right now. Nick Young, like, Jamal Crawford was out for longer than I thought he'd be. Yeah, is he, he's not playing? No, they picked him up. Oh, okay. I forget where he is, but they picked him up. It's interesting. Yeah, you know who's you know who's not playing right now, and I was thinking about this thing a couple of days ago. What happened to Roy Hibber? I don't know. Like well, he disappeared. Started, he started really stinking it up. The he, center, right? The yeah. yeah or for really the Bob or the Charlotte Hornets now, and I don't know what happened. He just disappeared now. He's like gone. That was very strange. Now I'm just like I'm surprised he's not in the league after that great season he had against the Knicks in the series or whatever. And he was yeah, like the second coming of Jabbar. Everybody yeah. knew he was kind of cheating in that. Like <laughs> he he wasn't going. Those were a bunch of calls that should have been made that were never called fouls. He was fouling a lot because you have to go straight up, and he was always leaning. Yeah, in. leaning in whatever. And right after that series, it seemed like they always started calling that on him, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it just didn't seem that great. Like he was only great when they let him do that against Carmelo Anthony, and Carmelo couldn't get calls to save his life. Mine never gets any calls. Let's <laughs> just be facts. He never gets any calls or anything. It's kind of like the LeBron stuff. But it's true. It never gets any calls. So it's what it is. But, yeah, the whole Davis thing, look, I don't know who else could have traded for him. I mean, other teams could have done it too. But, I, obviously, I think the best package was what the Lakers offer. I agree. I don't know why they didn't take it because it would have just screwed them over the Lakers. But maybe they just feel bad. I don't know. Maybe they feel like they have a better deal in the summer because, obviously, Boston could be in the conversation and Boston will go far this, this uh, season. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks too, they could be in the same conversation. What if they just get Durant and then just try to trade for Davis or something? I don't know. Well, the thing is, what if, what if? Um, and I was talking to Rudy here a couple, couple minutes ago. What if um, they got the third pick or something in the draft, right? Even cool. though, even the Knicks, even though they're like the worst record right now, but they end up with the third because knowing the Knicks luck, they'll be third or something or second. Okay, I'm not. I'm just saying, like, what if though they were second or third or something like that? They would they would possibly trade that pick to Pelicans for Davis. Sure, I can see that. That's part of the rebuilding process. Sure. So then they would get Davis and Durant, and then I don't know if they could still get a max player. I think because Davis's contract is still big, but they could possibly get maybe one more player. I mean, Davis and Durant kind of work for me. They do, but you need point guards though. I I think we're good on the point guards. You think you believe in in poor man Steve Francis? Here you go again. Listen, man, he's poor man Steve Francis. You know how he's poor man Steve Francis? He's entering dunk contests this, this next weekend. So that's how you know he's poor man Steve Francis because Steve Francis is the same thing. Yeah, so did Michael Jordan. Yeah. Deal. But I hope that Smith guy should stay healthy because that's the only thing, too. You know, he did have, like, an ACL injury before. So I don't know. I hope he can stay injured. Yeah, I mean, healthy free. Just don't be don't be Steve Francis because what I mean, at least be maybe you could be, like, prime Steve Francis, but don't hit your wall like Steve Francis out of his prime. We didn't do much. And it was pretty I mean, bad. I think we've got a long time to go before that shows up, dude. <laughs> Steve Francis didn't start falling off till he was like 35. That is true. Hey, chill out. Okay, fine. You're Why are you right. cursing <laughs> a 19, 20 year old with 35 year old problems? Like, chill out. This is that negative thing I was talking about before. This is it. This is what it looks like. Smell yourself in the I just smoke. thought this I just totally it. I'm just kind of upset that they traded for a guy that they wanted to pick in the first place. But <laughs> that's, that wasn't. 
That was Phil Jackson. I know. So that was uh, that was the Knicks' fault for not firing him right. before the pig. Stop, stop blaming like the Knicks in general. That's Dolan and Jackson. Do- Jackson's gone. Like everybody knows, knows we should have picked him over over Frank. We just thought we saw. I, you know, we tried to make the best of it, but Frank is proven to be a bust. Are you gonna pick Donald Mitchell too? They were actually trying to trade for Donovan Mitchell, but it didn't work out. Porzingis yeah, but no, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell is like hooping. I wish we had Donovan Mitchell. That I don't think I don't good. think we he I don't think we had the chance to get him though. He was a tenth something or eleventh pick. He was. Yeah, he was, was, like, a, nobody, was the later picks. Nobody saw that. Well, obviously, but but like most people didn't see Giannis to become a superstar. He was the later pick too. People didn't see Kawhi becoming a, a superstar. He was a late pick too. Yeah, but and Jimmy Butler was like late first round, and he's becoming great too. He's good. Yeah, but the, the difference is. Well, who who went number one that year? For what? Which year? That year in the draft. For which one, Jimmy Butler? Or? No, no, no. For um um, Donovan Mitchell. Oh, um, Aiton. Aiton. Yeah, for the Suns, oh. the center who's averaging like twenty two, like nineteen eleven, I think, right now. Who went number two? Oh my god, I'm trying to remember. I'm, don't that. don't don't feel bad. I'm asking you because I don't know. Oh my god, number two. I don't think it was Luka Doncic. No, because he got traded. I remember. I know Trey Young went five. Mm-hmm. But who went to? I don't think it was Mobamba, was it? Let me see this. I'm going to do some research right now. I don't know if it was Mobamba. Maybe it was Mobamba. Let me see. Although he hasn't had a good season either. I haven't heard anything from him. I mean, have you heard anything from Mobamba? <laughs> Nothing but that song. <laughs> That's it? Oh, gosh. All right, let me see here. He had this whole list of draft picks. All right, let's see. Oh, uh, Marvin Bagley, number two. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. So like, he's actually I. pretty good in the in, in, um, the Kings right now. Oh, Luka Dodgers won actually three. Oh, yeah, but it was a trade. Yeah, never mind. Trey Young got picked third, mm-hmm. but then he got traded by the Mavericks fifth, Luka Dodgers. So he, they got picked, yeah. Grizzlies had Jared Jackson Jr., who was, I think he was the guy who had, like, eight blocks against the Knicks one one game or something this season. Mm. He had, like, eight blocks. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mobamba, well, uh, Mohamed Mobamba, whatever. Um, he's, he was picked six by the Magic. And then seven Bulls picked Wendy Carter Jr. And the Cavs from the Nets picked, because, you know, the Nets traded everything, for God's sakes. Mm. Uh, Colin Sexton. Who's I don't even think he's good. I think some scouts say he can't play point guard. He can't even play in the game. He's just the talented. Cavs got him right. Yeah, but he's not even that good. That's what I keep hearing. Kevin Knox also made the Rising Star Challenge because Lonzo Ball got injured. He yeah, replaced him. Right. Congratulations for him. I hope he does well in that. He was the ninth pick, and then Mikael Bridges was tenth for the 76ers. Sixers. And after that, it was just like uh, other people like uh, Shali Alexander, who was traded to the Clippers from the Hornets. Then uh, Clippers have Miles Bridges from the Pistons and Andrew Moe Robinson. And the Nuggets have Michael Porter Jr., who still hasn't played yet in, in the league. Um, it's interesting. Nuggets are so good, they don't have Michael Porter Jr. playing yet. <laughs> and they don't have Isaiah Thomas playing yet, either, who's supposed to be going to get a comeback soon. Uh, you know what? I really wish well for him. Yeah, and I really hope he does play well with the Nuggets because they're playing good right now. They could go far, possibly, this season. I really, really wish well for him. I hope that really goes down. I hope he gets... I hope he gets everything he had coming to him before the Celtics screwed him. Yeah, that's why the Davis' dad didn't want him to go Celtics because he's going to be screwed over then again. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was really, really ridiculous what they did to that poor dude. And yet they're, like, praying that Kyrie Irving could stay. Like, really? Which I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think he's going to stay. For a bunch of different reasons. 
I think he's not gonna stay for for one reason. I don't. I just think he doesn't think he didn't trust the loyalty in Boston. Like he, they did. They might trade Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for Davis or something, and then they should really be screwed over. Like and he should just be out. Obviously, I, you know, if it were me though, if I were Danny Ainge, I would have just traded Kyrie Irving because I don't trust. I don't know if he will stay. You can trade him right now for something at least. He would have tried to get AD. Yeah, I think they should. They should have done that. Why didn't you trade for AD? And if anything, yeah, you trade him and you trade uh, maybe Jason Tatum or something, you get him. Mm-hmm. That's what we would have done, but they, they want to stay packed. So they're, they're basically counting on that there will be a great team by April, make a postseason run, and make it to the finals. But I don't think they're going to make it to the finals because you got to go to the 76ers, you got to go to the Milwaukee, you got to go to the Raptors, and the Raptors got Marcus Gasol now. Now they become a great defensive That's team. Be crazy. Yeah, now they become a better defensive team than before. With Gasol at center and Ibaka and Kawhi and mm. Danny Green and now Kyrie, I mean and Kyle Lowry and imagine if the Raptors got also Mike Conley too. Now that would have <laughs> that would have been the best offensive lineup in the league by be, far. If that would have happened, my God, they would have just shut down people everywhere. Where did Mike Conley end up going? I think he stayed packed. They didn't trade him, so he, oh, he lost nice. his center and he stayed packed. Just crazy. Somebody else is gonna get him. He's not gonna stay. He's not gonna stay there. I think they're just trying to rebuild now the Grizzlies because they're going nowhere with this combination of good Conley and Gasol. They're doing nothing. So right. I was thinking to leave. But yeah, that would have been crazy lineup in this. I mean, I think for me, the the winner of this trades that they have done, I think the Bucks won it for me. I know people say seventy sixers because they have Tobias Harris, but for me, the Bucks they have more shooting now mm-hmm. to spread out the court for Giannis, mm-hmm. and Giannis is gonna get better throughout the season, and they're gonna get better. I mean, they they are a team to watch out for in the postseason because if they had finished the record, the best record in the Eastern Conference, it's going to go through Milwaukee for them to the Eastern Conference Finals. And they might be Milwaukee or the Raptors or Milwaukee or 76ers or Milwaukee and Boston. I don't know. It could be those, those, those scenarios. I love this game. <laughs> I love this game. I'm serious. It's like the best game ever. What? I don't know why anybody pays any attention to the NFL anymore. <laughs> the because the NFL, NFL has 16 NBA. games a season, and every game it counts so much. To so, me, that's just another reason not to watch. Well, that's like baseball. Well, baseball is 162 games, and there's so many games. Like I don't watch baseball I, either, but so there you go. just so many games in baseball. I don't watch every single Yankee game. I watch them, but damn. You have to be like a diehard baseball fan and watch every single game of your team. Like It's just so many games. I don't, I don't, I don't watch baseball either. But baseball is just boring. Po- postseason baseball is better than regular season baseball. Facts. That's all I'm gonna say. Facts. It's much more entertaining. I know that every pitch counts. Everything counts. I've always just noticed that older, older people like baseball. Yeah. Like sixties, it's, it's slow 70s, game. Like seventies, eighties. People in, in that age bracket just, you know, it's a calm game. It's cool. You it's a slow game. You watch, yeah. You yeah. Just sit back and kick it. Like I'll probably evolve eventually into liking, maybe. <laughs> But right now, basketball is just... Oh, yeah, it's popular. It's stylish. It's everything. Like, now they're doing... Now, when they do these teams on on TV, you see a lot of the the, the X's now, you know, like Cavs, X, Boston or whatever, or whatever, you know, trying to be more into the pop culture side of things, not basketball, Mm -hmm. which is smart, but the NFL hasn't done that because the NFL's always slow and they do things backwards. Unlike NBA, who does everything the right way. Am Silver knows what he's doing, and he's not, like, a bad commissioner. Like Roger Goodell for the NFL, with mm-hmm. his dumb responses about calls and penalties and screwing the Saints over and all that stuff that they've done. 
because the Saints got screwed over. I mean, imagine if the Saints were in the Super yeah. Bowl. The Saints could have possibly blew out the Patriots if the Saints made it. Bruh. Just how bad it was. That's how bad it was. So it just tells you right there, the Saints could have should have been in the Super Bowl. That game tell you right there, you should have been in the Super Bowl. Rams got that lucky. Last call. Yeah, I, I watched the replay. <laughs> that was blatantly a pass interference. I don't know what the hell they were calling. I don't know what the hell they were looking at. Like he just he just ran him over and the ball didn't even go near him. It was unbelievable that they didn't call them, man. And, and the, the fact that you can't retroactively do anything about it, like once the game's over, it's over. Saints got. I, I'm telling you, Saints won the Super Bowl. I think they would have blown them out. It could have been like twenty-eight-three or something like that. That's how it would have been. I wonder how a quarter of a million-dollar man would have bet then. <sighs> he would have been like, "Oh, what have I done?" And he lost two fifty dollars. He bet two hundred fifty dollars for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh, that's how that happened. Yeah, sixty-one oh. on. So he would have lost two fifty, but. He got a lot of money out of it now, so he's fine. It is what it is. Um, so, you know, Durant uh, made news this week, of course, after the Spurs game. Uh, mm-hmm. He was talking about how the media always says what he says, you know, whatever he, he says is why he keeps his mouth shut or whatever. So Durant, he in the media, he's like, I'll say, I try saying his voice or anything. I have nothing to do with the Knicks. Um... I, uh, is I don't know oh, who traded Porzingis. Yeah. They got nothing to do with me. I'm trying to play basketball. Y'all come in here every day, ask me about free agency, ask about my teammates and my coaches. You write up the fans about about it. Let us just play basketball. That's all I'm saying. And I know I don't want to talk to you all. It's, it's a problem with me. Come on, man. Grow up. Grow up. <laughs> yeah, you, grow up. Come on, bro. I come here and go to work every day. I don't cause no problems. I play the right way, and you know, I try to play the right way. Try to be the best player I can ever be, ever possession. What's the problem? What am I doing to you all? You got to do Ethan Strauss who comes in here and gives his whole opinion on stuff and makes it seem like it's coming from me. And he, and he just walks around, don't talk to nobody, just walks in here, survey, and writes something like that. And now you got to pile on me because I don't want to talk to you all about that. And that's what he said. He needs to relax. <laughs> you know they've memes about this already? Of course. They're, they're like, uh, I think I think I have one on my phone, actually. I'm, I think if I can find it, let me see. It's, it's, but it's so true, though. But there was, like, one meme where what it was. Let me see. It was this one right here. Let me see. Oh, it was like, I feel like I don't know anything about you as a meme. And then he's like, so? Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> oh, my God, yo. I'm so yeah. priceless, yo. He, he, Ke- Kevin Durant needs to knock it up. He really needs to grow up. Here's, here's my only problem with that whole rant, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying he was right or wrong in, in, you know, if some guy is walking around asking a bunch of questions or some guy's not asking questions at all but then acting like people said something. Mm-hmm. I understand his reason for being upset. Makes sense. I understand too. I am no question about it. Like, you know, listen, I think, I think as a player – you get annoyed at some point when someone asks you the same question over and over and yeah, over but th- and tough, over. Tough, tough, tough. Suck it up. This is your job. It is. This but, is part of what. But what if we're he said it. For. But if he said it before about that question, he said, you know, I don't want to talk about. It, I just want to play basketball. You gotta stop asking the question. No, you you, you know. gotta get the same. You gotta get the same response. Like if it were me, and I, I was about free agency, right? It was like one year contract. Let's say, let's say it was media stuff. Like, oh, I'm gonna work for this company, be a content editor, and then I heard something about GQ offer me a culture and editor position, which they're doing right now, actually, and I apply for it and see what happens. But let's say uh, that happened to me, and they were asking me, oh, are you going to leave 
um, this fashion magazine to join GQ. And I'm like, well, nah, um, you know, I'm just here to do my job here with this company right now. I don't want to talk about any of that stuff until that time comes. And then three months later, some writer writer asked me the same question. So are you, are you going to be leaving soon? And then I'll be like, yeah, bro, I just answered it three months ago. Right. Like, I would have just, like, stop. Three months stop ago, but them. things happen between point A and Dude, stop. I'm just People saying. change chances three days later. <laughs> that is true. Three hours later. Look at Kyrie between what he said to Boston and what what's being said. Yeah, Boston, now. but he always does that. He did that. To, he did that to Cleveland. So that's another reason why people need to talk to him about it. He did that to Cleveland. He he, he said some kid Cleveland. Oh, I'm gonna stay in Cleveland for for the rest of my career. And then what happened? He got traded. He's not. He doesn't want to be in Cleveland anymore. Play, players like to flip flop a lot in this league, just like anybody else. Like which to is why you continuously ask the question. I can see not asking it again the same day, but 24 hours later after you think about it or two days later after you think about it or a week or a month, like, bro, no, I'm asking you again because things might have changed between point A and point B. There are certain questions I, I've seen media ask that are absolutely stupid. Yeah. However. Like, like how you feel about this loss. Yeah, like that's <laughs> after, a dumb After like a, like a bogus call, oh, how you feel about this loss? And then, I mean, why would you ask that question? I don't know they're going to respond to you in some angry and moody way. Like questions like that, yeah, I understand. Well, I I understand why they ask that question. Yeah, because they want the moody, bad, mm-hmm. bad mood answer. They want you to. They want the dude to flip. They want him to, you know. That's true. Be foul. But look, like if it were me, like I said, if I were in that position, I would have just said it maybe more professionally, being like, "Well, you know, I answered the question three months ago, and I'm gonna just stand by that." So right, just you know, same answer as last time. Yeah. So I would have been like, you know, let's just move on and. You know, I just want to focus on playing, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Durant got to figure this out because the media right now for New York is not is going to be like that, too. If he comes to New York, it's going to be worse than this. Fact. So he better figure this out. I mean, I th- honestly, I think Golden State PR didn't prepare him for this. But I feel like New York will prepare him for this. He needs a publicist. My, yeah, but also I feel like New York PR team will prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was New York, New York Knicks... They'll prepare for him. They wouldn't screw him over and be like, oh, you, you know, you watch out for this question or whatever. Like, they would actually tell him, like, watch out for this. Watch out for this. To yeah, be make sure you don't get upset about this. Like, just be prepared. Just be more professional and get these cold, hard answers that a lot of people, like the Yankees, do when they ask questions about stuff like that for their team or whatever, because they do it the right way too. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. So before I end the show here, I want to say about this team LeBron, team Giannis situation. So obviously LeBron has like six of the players that he might team up with in the summer. That's <laughs> just interesting. You know, you got like Durant and uh, Irving. And Kawhi and James Harden maybe in the trade and Anthony Davis and Clay like all those six is like James Harden is never leaving. He's not Houston leaving Rockets to go play with LeBron James. Yeah, he would never play with LeBron James. So. Uh, who else is on that team? Anthony Davis. AD made because they have the same. Clay, manager. he's a free agent. Clay is not. Leaving he's not going Golden anywhere. State. But I also figure out if Durant left Golden State, Cousins is still there. He could just sign Cousins. And yeah. they still be good. It'll still be the five. Still be the favorites to win. Probably still, they probably will. Yeah, they probably still be the favorites to win because you have cousins there now, and then you have uh, what is it, Damian Leonard, and you have Russell Westbrook, and then oh no, they traded Russell Westbrook to Giannis. So then now I think now they have uh, who is it right now? There's somebody. Oh yeah, it's a star thing. Oh yeah, Ben Simmons now. So now he has Ben Simmons. They have Lamarcus Aldridge, LeBron. Then he has Car Anthony Towns, and then he has Bradley Beal. And then he has Dwayne Wade, and Giannis has Dirk Ravinsky. 
and the other players he's starting. I mean, Giannis is going to get Stephen Curry and Joel Embiid and Paul George and Kamil Walker. It's okay. It's a good lineup. It's it's fine. I mean, you got Curry. It's fine. Kind of ups, you know, balances things out of anything. But I think whoever wins it, I think Giannis. I think Giannis' team might win actually. I don't think it surprised a lot of people because they have more length. I think in my opinion. Oh no, actually, I think LeBron has more length. He does. Yeah, he has more left. Yeah, so LeBron probably will win. But it's not but as if they're playing defense. Yeah, so I think Curry has the three-point shooting. You know, Joel Embiid has the size. Like, Giannis and him are, you know, really good size. And Paul George, too. And you got Kimmel Walker, so How it's did fine. LeBron and Giannis become team captains? Well, they had the most votes on everybody. That's just so ridiculous. that's usually how we determine captains, the most votes. And don't be surprised next season if it's the same thing with Giannis getting the most votes again and LeBron getting the most votes again. It might happen again. Or it might be somebody else. Maybe it'll be Curry next next year. We'll, we'll see what happens, though. Yeah, but these, I'm telling you, man, I'll start break. Next week, we'll be talking about how the midseason reports for all these teams in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference and the Knicks and stuff. We're going to be talking about all that stuff next week. Maybe I can get Brad and Scoop on the show and talk, tell me more about what yeah, stuff's happening great. around the league because you know, he's been very, very, uh, you know, very, very detailed all this stuff on his Instagram and Twitter if you follow him. He's tweeting out a lot of interesting stuff. So I want to ask him about that stuff. So you can follow me at Morinus10. I'm over at Mr. Mech. And you can see all these episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. See you next week. Peace.